Welcome to Whitefields Church Podcast. Our focus is to help you grow relationally, emotionally, and spiritually. I hope you enjoy the message. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, worship team. Man, I'm so excited to share this word with you. And I wanted just to highlight on a couple of things that the Lord has laid on my heart through the course of this time. A lot of things have changed, amen? <laughs> How's everybody doing at home? Everybody's doing great? We're doing great, right? Finding out things that we didn't know about each other <laughs> or about ourselves. Like, you know, some, some might find out that they can cook or they can't. <laughs> it's just being reassured, right? Um, but, you know, finding out things you probably didn't know about each other, you know. I, sadly, apparently, um, people are, are obviously, a lot of people are not working. There are people that are working, obviously, essential workers. Um, so thank you to all the truckers and everybody, nurses, everybody. We just want to thank all those that are working out there in the front lines. Grocery store people, you know. Uh, the other day, I was uh, at the grocery store, and I see these folks collecting cards, and I, I just looked out the window. And I said, hey, thank you so much for what you guys do, and they just stood there like younger kids, probably teenagers, and they're like, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> it's so nice. So be appreciative. This is the time for us to shine as a church, amen. This is the time for us just to set a good example, but... Um, I guess a fun statistic, but not so fun. Apparently, uh, you know, lawyers' offices are overwhelmed, divorce lawyers. <laughs> I guess people are, like, finding out who they're married, you know, with. And they're like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. And then they, they find out another aspect of why the job is so important, right? Bringing balance into their life, <laughs> besides the fact of bringing in money. So it's a good time to just discover a lot of new things. But, you know, social distancing and... You know, I like to drive on the road and pay attention to people running on the sidewalk, and I'm like, what are they going to do when they're about to cross each other? <laughs> and you see some people, like, just run right by each other, and other people are just, like, looping around, and I'm like, silly, but whatever, you know, whatever you got to do, you know, to stay protected, to set a good example for other people. Um, yeah, you know, the social distancing doesn't apply to your home, obviously. You know, kids can still come up and sneeze in your face and cough in your face and pick you bring you and show you like papa look i got you the biggest booger ever <laughs> yeah so social distancing does not apply at our house but you know despite of everything that's happening and um everything that's happening around the world um it's so amazing to see what god is doing behind the scenes and this is what i wanted to talk to you about today is just seeing the bigger picture and god is on the move um when i saw a picture online somebody posted um, and, and it said, look, you know, the bookshelves are actually empty with Bibles. And it's true. I've been reassured. I stopped by a couple of the stores, and I'm like, wow, Bibles, a lot of them are gone. And apparently I went online and searched as well a lot of backorder, too, on special different versions of the Bible. And it's great because people want to find out, and people are hungry. So this is, some may say, oh, this could be the worst time for the church. This is the best time for the church. Right now, people are, because they constantly are scrolling, right? They're constantly scrolling all of a sudden, boom, we're live. We're appearing on your feed. You know, somebody may like us, you know, here, Brad Snow watching, and then he connects other friends. He shares his live feed, and other of his friends are joining in. We would have never thought that we'd be across Alaska, maybe even out of state, right? People are watching us, so praise God for that. But I'm amazed of God's move 
just throughout the just throughout the world, and I've seen so many different videos of nurses praying out loud, and they're on their knees, and they really are not afraid to hold back. I mean, they're praying out loud, and they're just united in prayers. And police officers are standing there with their arms spread out. You know, just I'm like, wow, what is going on? And there's a ton of videos worldwide. It's incredible. So, um, and miracles are happening. Miracles are happening. You know, notice that the media only focuses on only on the negative. Uh, how many new cases, you know, are happening? Well, what about all those people that are healed, recovered? There's like over 300,000 people that have already recovered worldwide. It's an incredible statistic. But for some reason, the news, their strategy is to only bring out the negative, only to show you, oh, there's so many new cases. And then I'm hearing that even people that are dying and they're just like labeling them as COVID-19 cases. And Whatever it is, there's a lot of things that, you know, the media information is around us. But what's most important is how we're grounded, where we're grounded, is where does my faith come from? My faith comes from the Lord, maker of the heaven and earth, or does my faith come from the media? I guarantee your media will, uh, you know, media will not boost your faith, you know, of what is actually happening. So look at the good things. This is the time for us to dig in the word of God, Amen. Hallelujah. And um, there's a couple examples I wanted to bring out. Like there's Clay Bentley. He was a retired sheriff um, deputy from Georgia. And uh, he was sharing this story. And he was pretty much dying, you know. And he had other pre whatever, pre-existing conditions. And, and his lungs were really caving in. And he remembers just crying out to God. He said, I was there and everything was dark in my eyes. And I remember I can't even inhale. And I just said, Lord Jesus, come. And he's like... I literally just felt him breathing to my lungs, and he said, boom, and instantly, he's like, I was revived and I was healed. The doctors were astounded by that. It's amazing. And we hear those kind of testimonies left and right. One of the testimonies that really spoke so deeply to me, uh, and uh, there was a 93-year-old uh, Italian, and you know, Italians are very strong in their heart, you know, like Nancy, you know, <laughs> Pastor Nancy, she's very strong, and, you know, and uh, worldwide, you know, they actually eat so much pasta, right? But they're the most long-living people <laughs> on the planet. And this 93-year-old Italian, um, after he recovered, um, so their bill came, you know, and they said, look, well, you were using a ventilator for this amount of time. This is going to be your bill. And he started crying. And the nurses and the people, whatever, in the office, they were like, hey, hey don't worry about it. You know, I'm sure there's going to be ways to pay. He's like, no, 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 I'm not crying for no reason, not crying because of this bill. And it's like 5,000 euros, I think, uh, for the ventilators. And um, he said, I just never thought that I would have to pay for the air that I breathe. <laughs> and he's like, I owe God so much because I never thought about that. We breathe air in each day, and we don't even realize to think about it, you know, that, hey, it's Airs all around us. The fact that we breathe in and breathe out. But really that spoke to me. And he said, I owe God for the rest of my life. And I'm going to tell my testimony. The fact that you can breathe is a gift from God. Amen. He breathed he, his breath into our lungs. And these are the kind of stories that I'm hearing. I'm literally hearing like angels showing up uh, right in the rooms. And just ministering to people. So church and people worldwide, get ready for this influx of people because, you know, we got to be ready because there's going to be a lot of hungry people coming to church and they're going to want to hear the word of God. And when we're going to worship together, just watch what God's going to do. He's already doing something amazing that we can't even see. There's a, huge, there's a huge picture that's being painted right now 
behind the scenes that we don't e- can't even imagine. And so the title of my message is going to be a short one, but the bigger picture, or in other words, to refocus and see the bigger picture. All right? Uh, Lester Somerell, one of my favorite God's generals that I've looked up to um, uh, long gone, but he had this quote that says, the problem starts when the devil takes over our focus and blinds us to the word of God and what God is actually doing. So his focus is just to take our focus away from the word of God because everything, our faith, comes from the word of God. Amen? And we'll jump to Matthew chapter 14. I've previously, I think a couple of weeks ago, uh, when me and Pastor Mark were sharing, I've touched on this passage. It's about a very well-known story. A lot of you, you know, you don't need to necessarily dig into the word of God to read this, but uh, you'll remember the story of Jesus um, when he walked on water, right? And all of a sudden... Peter wants to come to Jesus, starts walking on water. So Matthew chapter 14, uh, starting with uh, verse 25, going through 33 to 33, all right? All right. Shortly before uh, dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear, okay? So they cried out in fear. Many of us may be in fear right now. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. And then Peter says, Lord, if it's you, let me come to you. I'm going to jump to um, verse 30. When we need, uh, so Peter gets out of the boat, right? He actually starts walking on water. This is impressive. Uh, but when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sing, cried out, Lord, save me. So immediately Jesus reached down. And caught him. You have little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? And so, a couple of points real quick. When we're taking our focus away from Jesus, uh, we begin to sink. It's so interesting to understand the fact that, look, Peter was walking on water. And there was wind. Those winds were so strong. And those waves were so strong. Nothing was shaking him. He was doing good, right? That wasn't strong enough to knock him off, but at the moment he took his focus off Jesus, he began to sink. And so that's what the devil's whole idea, you know, he wants you to pay attention to this wind, all the news, new cases, and this like that, and all this music that they play in between. It's so creepy. I I really don't like it. In between segments, they really are playing this sci-fi music, seems like, you know, (laughs) and it's eerie, and I'm like, what, what? That's not building up your faith. So Peter begins to watching the wind, and he's like, oh, okay, all this wind and waves. Okay, I'm going to sink. And all of a sudden, he starts to sinking. He didn't make it, that decision, but he began to sink. But point number two I wanted to make also, faith and fear are both results or products of our focus. So where are we looking at, okay? Um, you can choose either one of them. If you want to, I guarantee you, if you want to, you can find all the negatives in your spouse, you know, seeking you shall find, right? <laughs> so, but if you start looking at all the good things that are happening, you know, all those people that are being healed, or if, for example, you're looking at your spouse and, wow, you're so gifted in this and you're so gifted in that, you begin, that thing becomes larger and all of a sudden you're like, wow, I'm married to an amazing person, amazing person, amen. So faith and fear are both, okay, results or products of our focus. All right. So let's jump to directly to Joshua, uh, verse, chapter 31, verse 6. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God goes with you. 
He will never leave you nor forsake you. So this is the time, you know, the Lord is telling you, hey, do not be afraid. Look up at me. Look up at me, son. Look at me, daughter. He says, Joshua, look beyond your fear, okay? People are depending on you to lead them. So that's what the Lord was telling to Joshua during that time. Or, for example, we touched on a couple of weeks ago. Also, this is the time for us, we as an Esther. For those who don't know, Esther was a queen, and, but her people were in captivity. And she had an opportunity to step out of her fear and bring salvation to her people. So we as a church, right, we as Esther, this is time for us to speak up, to actually share the word of God. And this is the time for us to bring faith into people that are seeking for something to hold on to, to have faith to know like, hey, we're going to be all right. And this shall pass. And God is good. Amen. This is the time for us to get our focus on Jesus. Not the fear. Not anything that's surrounding us. Not the wind. Don't watch the wind. Amen. So God is telling me myself, you know, just saying, Vic, align your focus with mine. There's been so many times previously where you're like, oh, hold on a second. Something's wrong with my throat. Like all of a sudden it's itchy and I'm like, is this it? Is this it? Is it coming? Is it coming? And they're like, you give that door to the fear and it just starts overwhelming you. And all of a sudden you're like, maybe I should stay away from my children and all this. And it's just, it's such a, a panic is pandemic, as I've said it before. It, it really just grabs you and all of a sudden it just, you start panicking and you lose your focus. So today the Lord is telling us to calm down, relax, look to me. Seek and you shall find. Look into my word. Because the Lord has given us the word. He's, it's our foundation, what we, uh, what we base on. Amen? So when the, his word becomes flesh, because it says um, faith comes from hearing, and hearing comes from the word of God, right? So when his word becomes flesh, when it becomes part of us, then we're able to see the bigger picture. Then we are warned because the Bible tells us and warns us about all those things that are yet to come. We get the inside information, guys. So this is the most important time for us to dig in into the Word of God. Amen? So this is the time for us to, as we're reading the Word of God, things begin to unravel themselves. And when we are grounded in the Word of God, and the Word of God is our foundation, nothing can shake us. Amen? Nothing can shake us. And Isaiah chapter 33, uh, verse 6 says, And He will be the stability of your times, and wealth of salvation, wisdom, knowledge. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. Not the fear of men. Not the fear that this world gives. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. Amen? Proverbs 16 says, The Lord has made everything for his own purpose. So as we're looking at everything that's happening, pay attention. There's something happening behind the scenes. God is on the move. God is waking up his church. He's waking up his people. He's bringing that hunger and thirst for the Lord. Amen? And I love this, Romans 8.28. This is the scripture that I live by. It's, it's just my favorite scripture of all time. Um, and we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God and those who are called according to his purpose. It says God uses all things. It doesn't say God uses only nice things and good things. No, God uses all things. All this that's happening right now, God is telling you, see the bigger picture. See what I'm doing. That's what I'm saying. We got to be ready because people are going to come and we need to be prepared to just receive them and teach them and, uh, and uh, help them walk in their faith. Amen? Hallelujah. And then uh, last week, uh, I want to finish on that. 
we had an amazing time of worship, and then uh, we had Nancy come up and give a, a prophetic word, and it was so incredible. And if you don't mind, I actually want to read that over you again and just uh, hear this out again. I want, it to be, I want you to be reassured in the faith of God. Amen? Fear not, my people. Fear not, for I am with you. And I have the victory, says the Spirit of God. Even now I have sent forth my angelic host across this land and across the globe. And I am even now doing a war with the demonic spirits that we are battling over this earth. And my angels will prevail, for I have the victory. Amen. I am risen, says the Lord. Your God, I am risen. Do not fear, for I am with you. And do not give in to the panic that is happening across the land. It's not from me. It's the enemy stirring things up. But my time has not yet come, says the Spirit of God. My angels are out there right now. My angelic hosts, they are at work. See the bigger picture. They are at work. Amen? They are gathering in those who are, uh, they are gathering in those who are unbelievers, and they are coming to know me in droves. Oh, man, I'm so excited for that. <laughs> Help us, Lord, receive all these people that are going to come to us uh, for, for direction. We're going to direct them to the Lord. Amen? So fear not, my people. Be bold. Be confident. Speak the words that I give you. And challenge, yes, challenge the darkness. Because our warfare is not against, right? The, uh, physical war. It's all the principalities and darknesses that are surrounding and what's happening around us. For my light shall prevail across the earth and my glory shall be seen, says the Spirit of God. Praise God for that. God is speaking. God is on the move. He says, stop paying attention to the wind that is blowing around you to shake you. Pay attention. This is the time for us to read our word of God. This is the time for us to open up the word of God because that is our foundation. This is, in that way, if anything happens in future, Bible warns us about everything and we will not be shaken when we are standing on the firm ground that is the word of God. Amen? Hallelujah. Pastor Mark, would you like to say anything as we close? Amen? Amen? <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's worship. Man, we were just, I'm not going to lie to you, I was so overwhelmed and I was in so much joy I was holding back my tears as I was singing as well because it's just so incredible how much we miss uh, each other, how much we miss our family, our church family. So I'm pretty excited. God is on the move. Soon we'll be able to gather together and worship the Lord together. Amen? Hallelujah. Oh, before I forget, keep in mind that we still have bills and everything. like that. You have an opportunity to tithe. You may have noticed this week, if you did your uh, taxes online possibly, that there's a blessing that came from the government, right? And the first thing I did was on my heart, I was like, Lord, I didn't even expect this. You know, tax date <laughs> came around. That's when taxes are due, April 15th. And all of a sudden, people are getting money from the IRS. This is the time for us to bless the Lord and thank Him. Uh, you have an opportunity to tithe online. It's very simple, whitefieldsalaska.com. When you get to our church website, you can easily, um, easily uh, bless and do the donation. Amen? Click and give. Hallelujah. Or drive by. Hallelujah. Be blessed. Thank you for joining us today. Please make sure to subscribe to our podcast. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit our website, whitefieldsalaska.com. Thanks again for listening, and may God bless you today.